Welcome to Zephyr Yoga Inspiration. I offer these podcasts for free, and your support really does make a difference and is appreciated. To make a donation, please click the link in the episode description or visit ZephyrYoga.com. Welcome to practice. As most of you know, we are doing a deep dive in all the five elements. And we've worked through earth, we've worked through water, we've worked through fire, and in this session we're working through wind. Now, wind is an interesting element. Um, Wind in Sanskrit is vayu. Now, this movement of wind carries that sacred symbolism of communication, of breath, of life across not only our planet, as wind feels like the planet is breathing, it is the lungs in that way in which moves this um, force across, pollinating, sending information. But we feel that wind around us and within us. So this life that the wind carries is mirroring the life force within us. We say it's prana in Sanskrit, and we use this prana to enable the body to move. This prana enables the body to heal. This prana enables the body to regenerate as it is that light of intelligence that instructs the mind to think, coordinates our senses and helps us digest information in which we can then cognitively absorb what we need have visions in which we can create and then release that which doesn't serve us. So we all know yoga is so much more than becoming flexible and strong. What yoga really is, is the management of prana, this vital force that animates us on all levels, physical, energetic, and mental. So this experience of prana, this life force, uses your breath as a vehicle to move in, around, through, and out your body. So in the West, we call this respiration. We inhale oxygen. It does a little magic in our body. And then we exhale carbon dioxide. Yogi saw this movement as the five pranavayus. So we've done a whole series on the pranavayu. So if you want to do a deep dive, it's available for you um, on my website. But the movement of the winds, vayu, prana being your life force. So these are five directional winds of this life force. We experience pranavayu as we inhale and we ingest, inspire, and we feel it enter our lung capacity, but enter our energetic heart. As you exhale, you can really feel samanavayu as we digest, absorb, and assimilate that energy around our core. You can feel vyanavayu like someone's switched on the light and you're like a light bulb as that energy now circulates, distributes through the many channels through the body, sending that light of intelligence to um, all the little kind of um, cells, muscles, fibers, everything that we need to um, keep us going. And then that energy then comes up and out in the form of a panavayu, that elimination. 
Now, when it said that those four values are in harmony, Udana Vayu is the positive accumulation of that as you sense the movement of the wind starting from the top of your heart and it ascends in that form of positive thoughts and expressions, of awakenings, of enlightenment. It's that movement that goes up and ascends from your heart upwards. So those are the five pranavayus in which we open these channels of communication for your life force, your prana, that can move around delivering the essential information to maintain your homeostasis of the physical, energetic, and mental bodies. So asana is a great tool to improve your quality of breath and effectively move this prana, tapping into the values, enhancing and directing the flow of winds throughout our embodiment. And as a result, we feel very invigorated. We feel alive. We feel energized. Yet, there is an access to this expanded inner awareness that opens us to this higher state of consciousness, specifically in our own center. And it is said our center is at our heart. So the abode of the wind element is at your heart, Anahata Chakra. So this chakra, as you can feel and as you sense, you start to notice the winds as you breathe in and out. And in between the pauses, you'll feel more sensation through this area and those winds carry out, you know, your hopes and dreams. It carries out that sense of expression of like, ah, joy, curiosity, wonderment for the mystery of life. When you see something beautiful, you go, wow, and your heart opens. It feels like you breathe in that life and that wonderment. Your heart, when you are moved and touched by love, kindness, tenderness, compassion, empathy, your heart feels like it expands in such a way that expresses it. You breathe it in as a creative expression of whatever is felt. So there is this connection to the wind at your heart in that sattvic balance to express those beautiful, wonderful things we are gifted as being human to feel, those joys, the happiness, the kind of kindness of um, our experience. However, <laughs> when those winds feel very rajasic and you feel like a crazy storm and you're just raging and you're obsessive and you're possessive and you're jealous and there's this critical, judgmental, kind of lack of empathy kind of storm going on, we get caught up in that inhale and hyperventilating. Or we might feel that we are very tamasic in that way in which the winds become so stagnant and motionless, that lifeless energy that drops you in and gets you stuck into that sorrow, the grief, the depression, the hurt. So this is why it's so important to treat your practice like a pranayama to regulate the breath, to pull that, <gasps> oh my God, to a slower exhale, or to look at the tamasic side of that kind of lifeless energy 
and like, oh, I can't be asked, to improve your inhale, to welcome that life in. So we can start to regulate the breath to change and start to manage our prana, manage this life force, calming the energies, calming the storm, or actually stimulating the winds in which will inspire us to continue. So this is why the movement of the breath is so important to the practice of yoga. And that management of prana that opens up these channels of the winds that carry our heart minds into a place where we feel safe, where we feel loved, where we feel belonging to and connected to source that leads us to our own awakening at our center. It is said that your true home is at the center of your heart. Your true self abides in your heart as the true self. And what you truly are, what you have truly always been, and what you will truly always be in the yogic perspective is consciousness, pure consciousness. It's just chosen this body in this lifetime to have the expression of you. And to be moved by that natural joy of being alive, of really opening your heart, even though sometimes in that opening there's those 10,000 arrows of sorrow, um, but we also have those 10,000 arrows of joy and that indifference in which we can be at the eye of the storm, connecting to our center no matter what is going blowing around us. Yeah, so there is so much symbolism in that way in which the winds communicate whatever's kind of going on, that we breathe more fully, feel more fully, and awaken more fully to that life force that is inherently healing, inspiring, and transformative if we tap into it. So this practice is going to be another layered practice in that tantric way where we're going to do a hasta mudra, hand mudra, and we're going to do vayu mudra. So if your fingers cannot bend, you can do chin mudra. So the thumb being your fire, the tip, the index finger being your wind. You can do chin mudra, which looks like, um, well, which the symbolism of consciousness. So chin like this is consciousness. If you can bend your fingers, bend your, fing your index finger and place your thumb over the top of your index finger. And this is called vayu mudra. And Vayu Mudra, we're going to add in between the Kramas, Ganesh Mudra. So we're going to combine two mudras where you hook the last three fingers together and you pull. So Ganesh is said to be the remover of all obstacles. And so what we're trying to do is remove the obstacles that block our heart's intentions, our desires, our soul's longing, our kind of purpose and clearing the pathways and so we can kind of move, breathe, and do our lives more effectively. So we're going to do Vayu to connect to the winds and then Ganesh to remove those obstacles. So those are the two Vayu, um, I mean two Hasta Mudras we're going to do. We're going to layer that with the Bija Mantra. Now the Bija for the wind element is Yam, Y-A-M. Yum, yum, yum. Now, bija is a seed, and it just, yum is the vibrational 
resonance of the wind and you will when you chant it you'll specifically feel it like a mallet hitting the skin of the drum at your heart yum 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 and chanting is a brilliant way to unravel uh, Vishnu Granthi, the physical psycho-emotional holding pattern around our hearts. So when we're practicing, feel when we chant. This is a cathartic tool to release that rajasic storm or that stagnant tamasic um, lack of wind, that motionless, lifeless wind. So when we chant, it opens. So feel and sense that. And that leads me to the next layer is, is that the wind element is associated with the sense organ touch. So notice right now what is touching the floor. Notice the clothes touching your skin. Notice how they're keeping the body warm, especially Sammy. <laughs> and then now notice the air upon your bare skin. Notice the breeze on your upper lip as you breathe in and out. Notice the coolness as you breathe in and your, that coolness branch into your lungs. Feel the warmth escape back out. So that felt sense of touch. In our practice, we're going to be moving in and out of um, poses. And you feel the winds upon the external body. Feel the winds blow, the values blow within your body. And then we're going to hold poses. Now, the reason why, why we're practicing and sequencing in this way is asana is a great tool to improve your quality of breath. We need two things from asana, sthira and sukham, steadiness, stability, structural integrity, and an ease, sukham, um, an effortless way we find comfort in each pose. So make sure that those two are ticked off your boxes. In Sutra 246, it states to create effort and meditate on something specific, becoming more effortless. This is how we master asana. So as we're doing our asana, you're going to be meditate on something specific. Specifically, the first suggestion in the Yoga Sutras, 134, breath awareness. The second, 135, sensation. You will start to feel as we focus on pranayama, disguised as asana, you will feel Sutra um, 136, I'm trying to count in my head, um, that it's you'll cultivate a lot of light. And in that light, you'll cultivate a lot of heat, this desired heat for positive change, tapas. So the last you'll notice is that we're going to contemplate a stable mind. And how we're going to do that is use mantra. So at any time when your mind is distracted, Yum, yum, yum. Or what we're going to be doing is counting. And you'll notice your mind's going to kick off and will go, this is so dumb. Zephyr's selling me witchcraft. I could be thinking about something else like, wow, Nikki has a really cool pink shirt. I want a pink shirt. Or Valeria has a chakra in the background and that picture looks really cool. Maybe I should Google that and get one. Your mind's going to go into all different things distracted by my new pillow. <laughs> wow, where did Zephyr get that? And it's just incredible how your mind just constantly vacates its home and abandons the home. And what we are longing for in our heart is that longing to return back home. And what yoga is, is drawing the mind 
back home in union at one with its body via the movement of the breath. And so that is where we waken to pure conscious awareness, which is Sutra 139. So, or no, 137. Sutra 139 is, if none of that works, then just focus on something useful and pleasing. <laughs> but I'm just suggesting that this is a layered experience. This is a very tantric way of weaving in these different modalities to create a whole experience. So please find that ability to drop in and gift yourself this time to really be present in your practice. So with that being said, what we are going to do is just bring your hands out like little L's. I want you to just feel your lung capacity. So wrap your thumbs around your lower ribs. And now palms facing down so they're parallel to the floor. Shoulders roll back, elbows pointing out. Now breathe into your hands. Specifically, breathe more into your thumbs. Now, your lung tissue is mainly in the back of the rib cage, as your heart, your liver, your spleen, your pancreas, and your stomach take up more of the front of the body. Your lung tissue is more in the back. And because we have our ribs and the vertebra, it limits the amount of expansion. So what in yoga we're trying to do is open the intercostal muscles in between the ribs and open the back of the diaphragm so we can actually receive a fuller, deeper breath. So you feel the lower lung capacity. Now stick your thumbs into your armpits, palms parallel to the floor, feel the fingertips touch as you exhale. Now breathe into your thumbs. Notice how your middle fingers part and as you exhale, they'll come back together. Now, as you breathe into your thumbs, not only your middle fingers part, but sense your shoulder blades parting. So you're breathing into the back of the ribs. And as you exhale, feel your fingers and shoulder blades come together. So inhale, mid-lung capacity. Sometimes it helps if you close your eyes and you open that interoception of what it feels like to be in your body. And then the next one's a bit harder to feel. So you can do a couple things. Now, you can take your thumbs and like you're gonna hold your neck, put your thumbs over your collarbones. So thumbs over your collarbones, Mona. And then wrap your hands around and press the base of the thumbs into your throat. Now, if this doesn't work, cross your arms and just lie your fingertips along the collarbones and upper shoulders. So you choose, but now inhale and watch the end of your inhale and the beginning of your exhale, noticing the upper lungs inflate and deflate. Notice the end of your inhale and the beginning of your exhale. Now lower your hands and just receive a full deep breath in, trying to feel all three parts of your lung capacity. Now do Vayu Mudra. So pin your index finger down, hook your fingers at your heart, Ganesh Mudra, roll your shoulders back and down and pull. Now breathe in your full lung capacity, lower, mid and upper lungs and notice through the Vayu and Ganesh Mudra, you have more sensitivity of that felt sense of increasing your capacity to receive oxygen 
and release the waste material, carbon dioxide. So the breath of life is received and willingly letting go of the little death as you offer it out. The cycle of the breath, the cycle of life within one breath. If you would like to continue to practice, find out more information about the topics discussed, or to donate to this podcast, please visit ZephyrYoga.com or follow the link in the episode description. I thank you.